number in front of me i can't see what number it is raven what number is it it's uh 34 right it's that one it's the one it's beast cast it's the episode. beast cast of the beast cast of all time whoa that's kind of crazy um yes so this is the this is the joe cast as always i'm your host um i'd be hosting shit i'd be roasting shit um no turn off phone uh as always i'm here with uh mr raven scones bones boners <laughs> either one <laughs> one so today we got a nice chill little episode so um normally we wait until the end of the episode to say um some stuff but at, we're, we're deciding uh for this episode we need to say it at the beginning so because it's very important so um we decided on the beast unleashed if you didn't take a listen to the beast unleashed last week um go listen to it it was a good episode we we yapped a lot um but the beast cast will be taking a break for two weeks over christmas break and we'll be returning after Christmas. So um, if we pull up a Gregorian calendar, um, December 2023 calendar. So this ep- this show comes out on Wednesday. Um, and so it would be Wednesday the... Oh, wait, no, it wouldn't even be in December, would it? It would be in January. Exactly. It would be, let's see, the 30th, the 31st. Okay, I'm just going to pull up a January cal- calendar. I can be bothered. Jan 2023 calendar. Okay, so we'll be back January 4th. Wednesday, January 4th. We'll we'll be back. So we're gonna take it the break off. We're gonna take the break off essentially. Now normally, um the Beast Cast runs through Christmas. We did that last year with our cool little fireplace and um Christmas stuff and Christmas themes. We had Santa call in. But Kilt Studios, um, which by the way, I've created. So so this is kind of what's going on. So Kilt is kind of going through a whole rebrand right now. So I'm at the forefront of the rebranding with the person who runs Kilt, the two people that run Kilt. And so we have created a new thing. We're no longer Kilt Radio because Kilt Radio, let's be honest, radio is kind of a dying format. So Kilt Studios is the new name of the production of Kilt. So it's no longer Kilt Radio, it's Kilt Studios. We essentially do everything from radio, podcasting, music, all that stuff. Um, So we will be doing all that great, amazing stuff, um, including podcasts like ours. And so when we come back, we're going to be completely rebranded to Kilt Studios. So with that, we are trying to, you know, kind of take a big break and get everything set up. So Kilt is not running this uh, Christmas and uh, break uh, over this next couple, like two and a half weeks. So the Beast Cast will not be running on either channel. Now, um, the Beast Unleashed, probably not either. Um, so just enjoy like a couple weeks off of the Beast, Unle- Beast Unleashed and the Beast Cast, you know. You don't have to listen to our yappy-ass little raspy Minnesotan voices anymore. So that's a good thing. Um, A very good thing. (laughs) Second off, um, when we return, uh, the BeastCast will pretty much be the same exact format. uh, Same three segments, uh, about 30 to 40 minutes long. Uh, And also, yeah, pretty much everything will be the exact same. So don't worry. We're not going anywhere. Um, And for all you haters, you thought you, you, you thought you won. 
But that sucks to be you. Yeah, but we're back. Okay, and we're we're gonna be back. Trust me. Um, and so this week, uh, will be the last. There will still be a Beast Unleashed this Friday, but after Friday, we will say you know, adios and vios amigos. Uh, not as home, not as stay. Uh, that's the song. I don't know any Spanish. So, yeah, there's your little announcement. And also, as always, thank you guys for listening. So let's get into it. <clears throat> um, Raven, do you want to bring a topic first, or should I? Oh yeah. Bring a so, topic. uh, so the video game awards happened, yeah. and one of the things that I found to really piss me off was somebody in the crowd who was recording the uh, acceptance speech for game of the year uh, saw that the teleprompter was set to only allow them to have a 30 second acceptance speech. And when they were trying to say that they, uh, they were accepting the award and dedication to one of their cinematic directors that had died, the prompter immediately switched to wrap it up. That is depressing what the hell i did not see that did you you sent that actually or did you not uh i didn't send it to you yet no i got you could yeah i yeah i i did that not is, know about that is this kind of like a big thing are like people mad about this or like a lot of people mad about this like has it some kind of not i i haven't seen like people be super mad about it uh, like i haven't like judged the waters to see if people are upset but i came across it and to me, I'm just kind of like that. Is, that's kind of just disrespectful as hell. It is because like, um, you don't think they, well, okay. So here's the thing. Uh, I kind of noticed that something was kind of goofy, right? During the, um, during the VGAs. Um, so the thing was, is I remember when that woman, it was that guy and that girl. Do you remember that? That came up on, on stage after they won the award and they came up. And he started talking and he, and he quickly goes, yeah, thanks everybody. And then, uh, or he goes, yeah, thank you so much. He didn't even say, say thanks everybody. Like they were done. He just goes, yeah. And thanks. And then he like tried to pass the mic over to her and they started like playing the music. Did you see that? Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. And I was I like, did. dude, let her talk, bruh. Like, oh, we gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta wrap it up. We gotta wrap it up. I gotta see this. I want to see this quick going to Twitter, so I'm definitely not showing this because it's going to be porn somewhere. What? They have a timer? Wait, that's fucked up. Yeah. And that's not the only people they did it to. They did it for those uh, who were accepting the award for uh, Tears of the Kingdom, uh, for being uh, that Zelda tier, uh, Tears of the Kingdom game. Uh, those people who were up there accepting their award were only giving 30 seconds and told to wrap it up. They were, they were having to translate, too. Yeah, that's the thing. That is crazy, dude. They might, they might need to change that from like 30. Here's the thing, dude. If we think about it, okay? If we think about it, just hypothetically, the, it ran till like what, 10 p.m.? Right. So it went from like 7 to 10 p.m., right? Okay, that's a decent amount of time. But I mean, honestly, thinking about it, if you started even like 30 minutes earlier and you gave everybody like a minute or a minute and 30 seconds to do their speeches, 
that's a reasonable. You know, a reasonable speech should only be like two minutes, like a minute and 30 seconds to two minutes, especially mm-hmm. like an acceptance speech. Like think about the Grammys. The Grammys goes on for like five hours, right? Like they, yeah. and they only broadcast like the, the, the Grammys and the Emmys only broadcast like the, the top 15 or top 20 categories. They don't do like all the other 30 extra categories every single year. Well, actually I think there's total, there's 25 categories and they only do like 50% of them on like, they'll kind of do like, like how the game awards does where they'll have like a person go and the Grammy for uh best person. Who's probably not real and probably AI goes to, you know, whatever it's stupid. I don't know what weird awards they do at the Grammys and Emmys anymore. I know the Emmys has like, the Emmys has an entire thing where they don't even show it on screen anymore. They'll just be like, yeah, go to our website to see all the extra winners. Like, no, they're not extra. They got a Grammy, bro. They got an Emmy. They're getting an Emmy. They're getting a whole Emmy, just like the rest of them. Mm-hmm. And no, no, they're just side projects. Like, yeah. You I know, here's that- the thing. Here's the thing. If this was, because even with Emmys and, and even Oscars, you know, that you use as examples, those are on TV. But for video game awards, they've actually moved it off of TV because they have more freedom with streaming it live to services. So why is there a time constraint then when they can dedicate all these speeches to these dumb Hollywood celebrities that are coming on stage and these little nifty performances that we don't need, you could easily cut out the announcers and their dumb jokes to quickly announce categories to spare time for the people who actually won the award to give appreciation for winning it. Or... Do the format the same exact way. If it's not on TV and you're not trying to fill a time slot, right? Do the show just how you did it this year and just give them more time to do their speeches. So what if it goes till 1030 or 11 o'clock? The the Emmys start at like, what, five and get done at midnight? So it's like, you know, who gives a shit? Like, does anybody actually care? Like, does anybody care that they sat there for 30 extra minutes? You know, like to me, that just seems like the simplest solution. You want to keep all the dumb BS like with, the Muppets and shit in there, go ahead, keep it in there, but give them more time to do their speeches. 30 seconds, 30 seconds to accept an award is crazy, dude. That's crazy. That's, that's like uncalled for crazy. Like I'd be pissed. I would too. No, that's, that is, I'm kind of starting. Like that was the thing. Like I wasn't even going to plan on watching the VGAs this year. Um, I'm kind of glad I did because I did end up seeing that God of War Valhalla thing, which I'm kind of excited about. But like, I feel like every single year I just get less and less, especially this year because there wasn't like a game I really thought should win game of the year. You know, like I didn't play any like big games this year that I thought deserved it. You know, Star Wars. I played Star Wars. But what I about didn't. Hogwarts? Dude, Hogwarts Legacy wasn't even in a category. I know. I was going over games that released this year. Hogwarts Legacy wasn't even in one of them. Okay, here's the thing with Hogwarts Legacy, and this is exactly why, and I guarantee it. They, Hogwarts Legacy is kind of tarnished because the game is good, but there's so many problems surrounding the Warner Brothers, uh, like uh, Harry Potter stuff right now, that they probably just didn't even want to try to touch it. I'm sure there was people pissed about that. In my opinion, if the game is good, the game is good. Who cares about what surrounds it? Yeah, I mean that's ultimately fair. Um the thing is um the thing about Hogwarts too is is unlike Jedi Survivors or like any of the other open world games that came out this year like Spider-Man there's no character development. Your character doesn't have any development because 
the characters are like all preset um or are, are like they're like build your own character right so like the character and and because of that they the one thing that a lot of people didn't like was the story of hogwarts legacy because you know it's fun to fly around on a broom and beat up enemies and stuff like that with magic but the story starts to get like really lackluster and then it has like a really boring plot twist so i think that definitely probably got it out of the game of the year category just because like it's a story game that has a crap story it's good gameplay wise like the gameplay is fun um but like the one point of the whole like the whole point of the game is it's a story game right but the story is kind of lackluster uh but it should have still been nominated for a bunch of other categories like the game looked beautiful actually you know what you know what now that you say that i'm dante he's a creator i watch um and he's a big star wars fan and he not Star Wars, sorry, Harry Potter fan. And he was he was saying that, he was like, when he was voting, he was like, bro, where's Hogwarts Legacy for the music? Because he loved the music from Hogwarts Legacy. So it was like, like best soundtrack. And it has a good soundtrack. It's got like really like Harry Potter-esque music. It's really cool. Also, it's a young developer too. They're not AAA. Um, they were a mobile game developer before that. So... You know, it was probably the same thing. It was like, yeah, just try not to tarnish the integrity or whatever. It's bullshit. Whatever. But yeah, um, Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah, that. Yeah, it didn't even have a single category, did it? Not one. No. And I thought the graphics in it were amazing in the cinematics, too. Oh, yeah, it had great cinematics. And the art in it, too. I mean, it's a, it looks like a very detailed, thorough you know, game. And so it's just kind of weird. See on the, and, and that's the thing is that game gives the illusion that it's very fleshed out. But the thing about that game is on the outside, it looks like that. But on the inside, once you start getting in depth, it's like GTA five, it's a lot of barrenness. It's a lot of nothing going on. If that makes sense. Yeah, true. All right. Uh, moving on to something else that I think needs to be said. <clears throat> so something happened last night. That was actually, I think this would have been, yeah, it would have been about two nights ago now, um, from the time we're recording this. Uh, so Keanu Reeves's home was raided by burglars and ski masks. I don't know if you saw this. No, I didn't. So, uh, Keanu Reeves, his house, I'll, I'll pull up the article right here that I was reading. Uh, house address. That's the first thing that comes up. So, so yeah, so, um, yeah, so actor Keanu Reeves' house was targeted by burglars Wednesday, or, or Thursday evening, sorry, not Wednesday. Um, the Los Angeles Police Department was called out to Reeves' house around 6.30 p.m., uh, KABC reported. A caller reported seeing four suspects going into the house through the window. Um, and then there's more to it. Um, they stole a gun. I do, I don't know what gun they stole. Ooh, a prop from the John Wick movies? Maybe, possibly. Um, officers headed back after five hours later. The alarm was set off, blaring at 1 a.m., the outlet said. The time police spotted multiple men, more than before apparently, and ski masks on the security camera. So this just wasn't like one endeavor, like a bunch of idiots like saying like, oh, um, Entered the star's home that was estimated to be worth around $7 million. Wait, can we just talk about that for a second? 
That is crazy. His house is $7 million, right? Mm-hmm. You know who has a more expensive house than him? Who? His name starts with an H and has three H3. Dang. H3H3. Can we can can you believe that? That motherfucker has a more expensive house than Keanu Reeves. That's because Keanu Reeves loves to live humbly as best he can. True. Dude, H3H3 has like a $10 million mansion, dude. Yeah, aside from what he has to do to pay any taxes on upkeep for his property, Keanu Reeves has openly admitted and shown that when he makes movies, uh, that when he does movies and accepts the check, he donates everything except for $60,000 for him to live off of a year. That's such a nice guy. Doesn't he own a, a motorcycle company too? Dude, I don't know that much about him. What? I know he takes I know he takes the random New York uh, subway or random subways you, station. Did you ever see it was breaking grounds like a, like 2 months ago? It said like you just made the nicest actor um be pissed. And the guy was, like, begging him for, like, an autograph. And he goes, sorry, bro, I had to do this. And he goes, no, you fucking don't. Like, he got pissed because, like, the guy kept harassing Keanu. And Keanu was like, dude, can you just stop? Like, can you just please stop? And they just wouldn't stop, like, um, they just wouldn't stop, like, begging him and, like, harassing him. And so the dude finally, like, signed his fucking whatever. It's like, dude, you just pissed off one of the nicest dudes ever. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. People can be so rude. But no, um, so the t- that time the police spotted multiple men in ski masks on the security camera smashing a window. Police said the suspect took one firearm from the home before fleeing. Reeves was not at the home at the time, the sources said. Wow. Interesting. So these guys like were on like some like Ocean's 8 heist or something just to get one object. <laughs> they broke into Keanu Reeves' house and stole... More than likely a prop gun for John Wick. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. <laughs> what the? What the fuck? If it wasn't a prop, it must have been a really good gun to take. <laughs> yeah, but like out of everything, you're just like, oh, we'll just take this gun. But surely, like, that's easy to track because you can't really sell guns easily either, can you? Like, how many pawn shops actually are legally allowed to take guns anymore? Uh, that I wouldn't know that one. Cause I know, like, um, I know. Okay, so like, I've watched enough Pawn Stars in my day. Well, first off, Pawn Stars is fake, but I've watched enough Pawn Stars in my day to know that, um, the thing about it is, if a gun is registered before, I think it has to be like nineteen something, like nineteen fourteen or nineteen fifteen. You can just own the gun without, um. As long as you're over the age of 18, you can own the gun um, because it's considered a historical weapon. So everything after that point, and the year always changes like every single year because, you know, stuff will slowly get older. Um, but after that point, you have to register the firearm. So like if you got like an MP40, like a, a Nazi German MP40 from World War II, right? You'd still have to register it as a legal firearm because it technically can still functionally fire properly like every single time, which how true that is, you know guns were not especially during wartime are not manufactured the best because they're being mass produced quickly um but like if you get like a smith and wesson like uh 1870 something revolver you don't gotta register it you can literally buy it most of the time they don't fire um a lot of smith and wessons that go for 
cheaper, like under $10,000, you ain't going to be able to shoot a bullet out of that fucker. I gotta go get one. <laughs> Jeez. Actually, I know a guy who does gun collect. Um, it It's pretty cool. Uh, the thing about gun collecting, too, is because you can collect... Dude, like, the guns that you can collect from, like, 1,400 to, like, now, there's so many guns you can get. I did a I did a paper in last... So, this, this spring here in 2023, um, last year's uh, for my my post-secondary college class that I was doing. Um, I did a, um, what's it called? I did a paper on, like, the evolution of firearms from, like, when the Chinese created gunpowder to, like, us now. And it was, it's it's a very in-depth history. Like, even, like, 60 years ago, like, guns have changed, like, so much. Like, a gun, yeah, they have. like, a gun in today's time is, like, like, you wouldn't think that, but they are. They're, it's just insane. It's crazy. They're a lot safer now. They Like, those guns back in the day, at any point, they could just totally combust on you. They could just... Oh, yeah. And you'd be like dead. Like a blow off your hands. Yeah, and you'd have no hands, more than likely, if you survived. Um, and also, they had a lot of problems with... Uh, uh, what's it called? With uh, jamming. They used to jam badly. Um, and then the only way to really get it unjammed was to essentially bang it really hard. And do you know what happens when you bang a gun really hard? Sometimes it, the, the, the little piston in it will fucking click and it will fire. So if you're like banging it upwards, you can just pop your head off. The best way to clean a gun barrel is to look down it. I mean, that could work. <laughs> That's how I want to go out. I want to go out cleaning a gun barrel. Just make sure the safety's off. <laughs> yeah, just make sure the safety's off. No, but one gun. Okay, how much do you think that gun is worth, though? Like, hypothetically, it's a John Wick prop. What do you think those John Wick props go for? I would say... I would say between 700k and a mil. You know, I wonder. Because I know, like, the James Bond like gun props from like the old movies goes for um goes for a lot of money um they go they they can go for like up to a mil too um and John Wick was such a good like such a popular franchise too I wonder I'd be curious I'm sure I'm sure like Keanu probably isn't that mad. I'm sure he's pissed that he got robbed like what the fuck but like I'm sure he's probably not mad that like out of all the things they could have stole they only stole like a prop gun or a gun I don't know. Oh shit. <laughs> but yeah, um okay. So, Deadpool 3 has been getting a bunch of leaks. So apparently Ryan apparently uh Ryan Gosling or Ryan Gosling. Yeah. No, 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 no. Ryan Reynolds, sorry. God, I just watched Blade Runner the other day. So I'm like in my Ryan Gosling era again. I drive. Um so apparently Ryan Reynolds um he posted a bunch of photos from the Deadpool 3 set, and apparently he wasn't supposed to because Disney ceased and desisted and took them down. Uh, but the photos uh, confirmed that apparently... What's her name? Uh, whoever played... I think her name was Vanessa, right? Was her name Vanessa in the second movie? Or 
in the first movie which which one was she in she was in one of those two movies um let me look this up deadpool cast yeah she was in the first movie vanessa um maureen baccarin um apparently she nobody like it was it was supposed to be like quiet quiet that she was in this movie um and ryan reynolds posted a picture and she was in it and so everybody like knows now that she's like she's at least coming back for something and i Ah, okay i think i can i just say i think that's the funniest shit ever that out of all the people who who is gonna like um who's gonna leak like from from the from the show, it's the guy who's playing the main character in the show. <laughs> like, what do you do? Fire him? <laughs> <laughs> you can't fire him. No. Well, I mean, you could. You could fire him from acting. You could just have him voice act. Ooh, no! Don't do that. That that would be terrible. That's a good way to ruin the movie. Yeah, it's just not have him on on set. Yeah. That's fucked up. Dude, he, he, his mannerisms make the character. You couldn't have him voice act. Dude, that opening scene of Deadpool 1, the 12 bullets, it's not the opening scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he first, like, when he first becomes Deadpool, that is probably one of my top five moments of, like, superhero intros of all time. It's up there with Iron Man, for sure. Like, the first time he gets the Iron Suit, the Iron Man suit. Yeah. It's definitely up there. The 12 bullets thing. Like, oh, I only got 12 bullets left or whatever. Bop, bop, bop. Looks like you guys are going to have to share. <laughs> Headshot. Boom. Through both of them. <laughs> Dude. Mm-hmm. That movie came out in 2016? Really? I thought it came out before that. I thought it came out like 2014. Really? It was 2016. Wow. Yeah, 2016. So how long have we not had a Deadpool movie? When did the second one come out? 2018? 2019? Yeah, 2018. So dead so it's been like what, 6 years? Yeah. Damn. What the heck? Dude, I did not know that. I thought I did not realize that Deadpool 2 came out so so close to, like, right after. It also came out really, it came out really close to Infinity War, too. Like, two months after. So that must have been weird, because Josh Brolin played Thanos, too. So then you see him in Deadpool 2, and you're like, what? Get out of here. You ain't meant to be in here. Um, okay, so we talked about this. Um, we talked about this on the Beast Unleashed, but streaming services just got a bunch of new um, like shows. Now, Raven, we're getting close to time for the new show that's coming out this this month. And um, it's not a show; it's a it's a movie on Netflix. Which one? Zack Snyder's. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god. No, uh, Max is like going crazy right now too. Max has like um uh fuck. 
Mac, like, okay, so Netflix has, like, Rebel Moon coming out this month, right? But, like, Max has, like, all of A24's movies being added this month, including Dream Scenario. So, argue which one would be better. And now, to be fair, nobody's seen Rebel Moon yet, so we don't know how good it actually is. That's true, we haven't seen because it, and I haven't seen Dream Scenario either. That's true, too. I've heard Dream Scenario is very good, though. Um, but that's the problem when these like straight to Netflix movies come out, right? Because Netflix will only, they, they won't preview it to anybody pretty much. Right. Like nobody gets a preview. Like, like they do for the theatrical releases of stuff. Also, dude, I'm going to be honest, bro. I think rebel moon needs to be a movie we see in theaters. Like this movie just seems like that type of movie that you would want to watch in a theater. Like Dune. Like it just gives off like really big, like Dune vibes. Like Dune X Star Wars. He did Watchmen? Yeah, he did do Watchmen, didn't he? I don't think mm-hmm. I've ever watched Watchmen now that I think about it. I don't think I have either. Really? I I know it's like meant to be kind of like a parody of Yeah, it's meant to be like a parody of um like the Avengers, right? I don't think it's I, I, meant to be a parody. Really? Yeah, because it's part of comics. What comic universe? I honestly don't know. It's got the guy. It's got the blue guy, the lick my balls guy. You know what I'm talking about? The what? Why did Steve Jobs die of ligma? And then it goes, who the hell is Steve Jobs? And he goes, look, my balls. And he blows them up. Yeah, that's this movie. Yeah, the blue guy. Who plays the blue guy? What's his name? His name. I don't know. Uh, his name. Well, I know the blue guy's Dr. name Manhattan. is Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. yeah, Manhattan. I just don't know the actor's name. But that dude is like a god. Billy Crudup. No, yeah, is he like the god of the uh, of the? Is this so? This isn't. Is this like part of like any of the actual like superhero universes, like the DC or Marvel, or are they? Or is it kind of like one of those side comic spinoffs? I think it's one of the side, like the boys. Hold on, I'm gonna look this up because I could have swore it was part of comics, but uh... why did Watchmen flop? The series failed to capture the timeless appeal of its predecessor's novels. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's based off of a comic book maxi series by the British creative team and writer Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons. Yeah. It was published in DC Comics. Yeah, it's based off of DC Comics from the 80s. Yeah, see, I knew I was right about that. I just sometimes... I know that Zack Snyder, as we see with Rebel Moon, makes his own shit. That's based off of other shit. Dude, that's how I want to be as a director. That's how I want to be moving. Also, I'm sure he quit Watchmen when they were like, bro, just direct a Superman movie. And he's like, fuck yeah. He directed a Superman movie. All right, when we come back, um, we will continue yapping. Um, I got some other things I want to bring up. Some statistics I may or may not bring up. Um, And when we come back... Uh, 
we'll go nuts. Enjoy Raven's little transition. Welcome back to the Beast Cast, baby. Thank you for staying tuned in this far. We have the best takes, best content, and we love our rabbit trails of conversation. We have our hosts, JJ and Raven Bones, bringing you another segment. I hope you enjoy. Welcome back to the Beast Cast, um, where we left off. We were yapping about uh, Zack Snyder, as always. Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon, um, and I'm curious. That's like, dude. That's, oh my god. That's like six days. Yeah. That's next Friday. This upcoming Friday. Holy shit, dude. I'm kind of excited for that a little bit. Mm-hmm. I oh. am too. I, I'm. I'm. I can't wait to see what he brings to the table and how ma- badly he makes Disney cry. Dude, it's going to be one of those movies that's going to like completely like show like what Star Wars could be and then like all the Star Wars fans are like we're done. However, I'm not going to watch it biasedly though. Okay? Like if it's a truly shitty movie, then it's a truly shitty movie. Like I'm not going to watch it going, "Oh, I bet Disney's crying about this." I'm actually just going to watch it just for the sake of this is what Disney turned down. Let's see how his vision came to be and then judge it from there to see if it actually is good or not. Because I don't want people suddenly liking or accepting this movie simply because they want to stick it to Disney. True. That well, That's ultimately true, too, because it's like if if you that's not like the way to do it. Like, you know, if you want if you want to show Disney like who's boss, like the, the best way is to just, you know, beat them with fire. But don't be like, oh, this movie's bad, but, like, it's the best thing we have next to Disney. So, like, we're going to just pretend, like, this is the greatest movie of all time, you know, to piss Disney off. I feel like that's not justified. Yeah. So. I'm a, Yeah, I'm, I'm judging this on its own merits. I mean, yeah, just try to put that aside when you're watching it, right? Um, I am curious. Can Can these type of movies win Emmys? Yes, they can. For, like, best movie? Like, best yes. motion picture film? Yeah, The Irishman was nominated for one. What did that really... Was, was that Netflix. Netflix? That was a Netflix only, right? Yeah, it was a Netflix only. I can't believe they actually got him to do a Netflix only. And then he did that with Apple, too. But that uh, Killers of the Flower Moon released in theaters, though, too. Yeah. But it was another one of those Apple, like, historical movies that they did from a good director. They did that with The Banker, too. That had like Sam Jackson in it, and the guy who plays uh, uh, the new Captain America, the black one. He played uh, Eagle Eye or whatever his name was, and before. Falcon. Falcon. <laughs> Eagle Eye. Oh my God, Falcon. 
Dude, I forgot Falcon. Ex- I forgot Falcon fucking existed, dude. Like, no, I, I, dude, I forgot there was even a show. Like, there's an actual Captain America show. They should have done a movie from the get go, dude. From the get go. Mm-hmm. The get go. But yeah, I'm curious. This, I'm curious. No, the thing is though, this is the something that, um, my science teacher said. In 2021, when Dune came out, Dune, you remember Dune? And I was yep, like, I remember this movie is fucking awesome. This movie could definitely be like a motion picture, like award, like definitely like one of the best motion pictures. And he and I was we were talking about it. I think me and my friend Tyson were talking about it in class. And he said, you guys are so silly. He goes, it's funny. And we were like, what? It was a good movie. And he goes, I'm not saying it wasn't a good movie. He goes, but this is this is how the world works. There will never, ever be the best motion picture of the year. Never, ever will a fully science fiction universe film win motion picture of the year. It's never happened. Everything, everywhere, all at once doesn't really count. It's science fiction, but it's it's still, like, based off of Earth. Like, when you take a fully new universe, like Star Wars, um, Dune, Star Trek, stuff like that, it's never, ever won. And he goes, and it never will. He goes, it's not. It's just because it doesn't connect with enough people. It connects with a lot of people, but it doesn't connect, doesn't make them feel like it's the movie they deserve because it's not based around anything they know. It's like a completely foreign world. He goes, I love it. He goes, that's like my whole point is I want to retreat to a movie so I can get away from the world. But people want stuff that talking about the world and the issues in the world. And of course, he was Wait, right. Wait, didn't Lord of the Rings? But Lord of the Rings is based off of earth too but it's still a fictional fantasy earth that's kind of not around you have trolls orcs magic wizards it's still a fantasy like world it would be like if he had a world of warcraft movie that's still technically in this world of humans and earth but it's still fantasy did it get an oscar is the question Has it, it, it was, it was, it won 17 Oscars. Let's take a look. Or is he meaning like just movie of the year? It will never get that yeah. award. Well, yeah, it's never gotten that award. Um, the Fellowship of the Ring was nominated for nine and won four. The Two Towers was nominated for four and won two. And Return of the King. Get this shit. Holy fuck. I've never seen this. So for the Oscars, right? The Oscars, Emmys, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> the Return of the King was nominated for 11 and won 11. Damn. It um, won almost every single category. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, let's take a look. No, I don't care. Fuck. I just want to see. I want to see the awards. Dude, what is this ad? This ad was fucking massive. It just like popped up on the entire. Where is the awards at? What? Oh, awards. Okay. It won. Uh, Okay. In 2002, out of the 13, the winning categories were for. Best Cinematography, Best Effects and Visual Effects, Best Makeup, Best Music Original Score, Best Actor and Supporting Role, Ian McKellen, Best Art Direction, Best Costume Design, Best Director, Best Editing, 
best motion music slash song, best picture and sound, best writing, best screenplay based off of material previously produced. So which one is movie of the year? So movie of the year would be like um like okay, so like uh movie of the year 2022 was everything everywhere all at once, right? Morbius! Yo, top picks. Uh what was it? no, not not number 1. Uh like Academy Award. So that would have been like the um best motion, motion picture. picture of the year. Well, isn't best picture the same thing? So, that's what I'm wondering. I am I'm completely wondering click, that. Click on it and see if No, it's different. Ah, uh, okay. Academy Award for best picture um is different. So, everything all, everywhere all at once. Wait. No. Wait, then yeah. Okay, so okay, so I see, I see, I see. Okay, so I I get it. I get it. I get it. So, yes, there are two different categories. Um it changed its name, that's why. Ah, uh, okay. So yeah, so everything everywhere all at once won. However, it's still based off of Earth. Now, I am wondering. I that does make me wonder, and I wonder and I'm back. Uh, that does make me wonder, however, if if that is considered Earth, because it's technically Middle Earth. And I think I think what he was getting at is you take like a completely fictionalized science fiction universe, planets that don't involve Earth, right? And you get it's never one like Star Wars is like, dude, what is this ad? Describe the feeling. Bro, get out of here. Okay, this actually is crazy, though, that it fucking... It won so many. Rings of Power Emmy. I gotta see this. Oh, my God. Did it actually... Outstanding main title. (laughs) Let's go. It won outstanding main title, Raven. Wait. Oh, there was it was a nominee. Did it win? I mean, okay, yes, it did have good visual effects. I'll give it that. Yeah, the visual effects were good. That Mordor scene in in number six when it blew up was a fucking amazing. Yes, dude. Oh my god. So Raven, I I was not paying attention at all. Like, okay, I was paying attention. I shouldn't yap like that. Sorry, that was a that was a wrongful yap. I was paying attention, but like, I wasn't paying attention to where he was the king of. Do you remember? He was like, what was what was he the king of? He was like the king of the South Lens or whatever. Who the the uh Sauron? He was king of Mordor. Yeah, no, but like, do you remember like what his title was before like it turned into that? Like, okay. Ah, okay. So, you remember, right? Okay, do you remember him? Um, fuck. I want, I want the, I want the guy. I want the guy. Yeah, the rings of power. This guy, right? Do you remember this guy, right? Do you remember what yeah. he said he was the king of before, like, to everybody else to make them think that he wasn't Sauron? No, I don't remember. He was like he he was saying he was like the king of like the Southlands or whatever. And you were like, "Oh yeah, that's not a real place. Like that's not what it is." And then it changed into Morador or whatever, right? 
after the oh, explosion yeah. of Mount Doom. Am I yapping or am I right? I'm right, am I? I yeah, yeah, you were you were right that that's what I called it. Uh, that's what I said about the Southlands not existing or or not being called that before it got turned into the land we see it today. Because she, she even mentions that. The the girl who plays uh fuck, what's her what's the fucking bitch's name? Gladrill, right? Mm-hmm. She she even mentions that. She goes, Now that I think about it, there hasn't been a king of the Southlands. And it's not even a real title. And then all of a sudden he's like, I'm Sauron. Wait, Sauron's in the Lego Batman movie? What? Yo, Batman versus Sauron fight? Yeah, I think, I think they just called it the, the Southland simply because Tolkien never gave Mordor an actual name before Mount Doom did its Mount Doomy things. Um... And it did retain a lot of its lustful vegetation even after Mount Doom did its thing. Uh, so uh, it slowly got, you know, corrupted because of orcs and the growing of evil. But uh, that's just something they put as a placement to show you the origins of Mount Doom. I, I will say... Which is why I applaud it. That's why I applaud it and why I say number six is worth it because they did something where... They were like, yeah, Tolkien never really wrote the origins of it, so we can do that really quick. And then, boom, here we are. And I was all like, hey, you know, that it doesn't. that's not how it was, but there isn't really a story on how it came to be. So this is actually, like, the best way to do it. And, and the other thing, too, that I think was really interesting, and I will give it props for this. When that fucking mountain exploded, dude, that was one of the best visual effects I've seen from a TV show ever. It was. I was like, damn. And then, and then, like, you get to the next episode after, and, like, all the people are in the smoke, and you're like, oh, shit went down. Like, this is, like, yeah. this is, this is, and that's why I'm hoping in season two, okay, season one had so many problems. Like, Rings of Power so has fuck. so, has so many problems. But in season two, they could easily fix, like, a lot of the random bullshit that happens in season one, right? Mm -hmm. And it mainly starts with good character writing. And also, the girl who, who played Galadriel, she's done. Didn't she say she's quit? Wasn't mm -hmm. that something we talked about on the Beastcast when it happened? Yeah. Yeah, she quit. So they're going to have to find a replacement for her, too. So I feel like she did that. I feel like she did that um, immaturely. We weren't, uh, at least not me, okay? Because, I again, I've never really seen that actress. If I have, I don't know what movies I saw her in. For me, it was more of a, she was doing what the script wanted her to do. And somebody like me, I was blaming the director and the writer for what they were having her portray as Galadriel. I didn't think she was a shitty actress. I just think that she was just following orders similar to like Attack of the Clones with Star Wars Episode Two. It's technically a really badly acted movie, but it's because George Lucas was making them act that way. That's true. The other thing about Attack of the Clones too is, George Lucas was under so much fire when he was making that shit. And I think that was kind of in his background, like not in his mm -hmm. forefront of his mind. He had people up his ass the entire time he was making that movie from from inside Lucasfilms. He was well, first off, he was dealing with the try. They literally did you ever hear about that takeover? They tried to do Lucasfilms like when the board tried to take over and stop him mm -hmm. from making the, the, the other two movies. And he like stopped them before they 
try to remove him from the company. Like, you know, you remember, like, Green Goblin when he's like, you can't do this to me. I started this damn company. You know that? Like, that was literally yeah. going down, like, exactly like that. Like, they were about to kick him off through the board. And, and he stopped it while he was still doing fucking Attack of the Clones. So he was in the middle of making a movie while he had people in his own camp trying to fucking take him out of his job. So I don't blame that him for sad. I, it is sad because I don't blame him at all for selling to Disney because he fucking didn't want to be part of Lucasfilms anymore. It was just so bad. Like it was tough. He, a, he wanted to retire. B, the money was there to retire. Royalties are through the fucking roof with Disney. Like he has it set up where I guarantee he's, he's definitely got the best deal. Disney did not get the best deal from, from Star Wars. I promise you it was George Lucas mainly because Disney thought that it was just a instant cash cow just like how prime thought with lord of the rings right where they thought if we just spend a billion dollars mm -hmm. to get all the rights to it and then we just pump out garbage it, it will just churn itself like it just makes money like it's just a money printer and then disney fucking got the short end of the stick because they realized they can't just do that um and they ended up losing a shit ton of money on the th on their sequel trilogy which is why they are still yet to release a full star wars movie because they they don't they don't know what's gonna fucking work because they're not because Disney won't execute even hell even Kathleen Kennedy is literally saying Dave Filoni has an idea for a movie and Disney goes but we don't know if that's gonna work well why don't you know if that's gonna work well because the sequel trilogy didn't work our sequel trilogy that we wanted to make didn't work so how do we know what you're gonna make is gonna work well have you seen all the shows we've been doing like The Mandalorian Ahsoka yeah there's some people that don't like it but majority of everybody likes it including a lot of the Star Wars fans although few people didn't like Ahsoka but for other reasons those those people were actually just retarded I I saw something about Ahsoka that pissed me off dude you know she should have died like that that whole like going to the world between worlds and, and and fighting Anakin makes no sense bro like how is that even canon and I'm like what are you talking about like, you can just shut up. Like, it's never explained how the world between worlds works. And she's also a very powerful Jedi. So it's not out of the reason to assume that maybe she can fight death off for a little bit while they help her recover. It's not out of the question. Like, I can't believe that. Like, the same shit mm -hmm. happened with the Obi-Wan series. When they killed off the, the first brother, well, they didn't kill him off. Do you remember when they, when they, when they, uh, when she stabbed the first brother, right? in that second episode yeah. or third episode and people were like oh my god he doesn't die he's not the one that's supposed to die they just made this character to kill another character and the writers had to come out before the episode was came out to to essentially say listen this is a leak but you guys won't get off our dick so we got to tell you this leak he's not dead it's like a whole coup like it's a whole plot the whole plot is you think he's dead like that's the whole thing it's not, you're not, you're supposed to think he's dead. Like we did our job so well that you thought he was dead. Like that's mm -hmm. just good writing. They had to spoil their own show. So the fans would shut the fuck up. That's crazy to me. Those fans got to stop those like fake diehard fans. Those ones that will be like the, no, it's the same ones that will like watch rebels and watch the clone wars. And then they'll be like, uh, they'll shit on the sequels, whatever. Sure, you can shit on the sequels, but then they shit on everything that comes out after the prequel trilogy. Oh, Rogue One makes no sense. We didn't need it. Oh, Solo was terrible, but yeah. Um, oh, the Mandalorian makes no sense. Why the hell do we need a show about a Mandalorian? Oh, it doesn't even. It's not even. It's not even making sense of the canon. Actually, this one time in this one book that's from uh, from the Legends from 1989 says that the Mandalorians do this, and it's like, dude, 
just fucking stop. Just pipe down. But no, it's not a, it's, the, the point I'm trying to get to is, is it's not just like a, a churning, pumping cash flow. Like you're not just going to be able to put out garbage and expect there to be billions of dollars coming back in return. Mm -hmm. And I think Prime realized that. I am assuming that their next season of Rings of Power will more than likely be better than whatever the garbage we got season one was. No, I'll just have to see. It's coming out next year, by the way. You know that. It's 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 gonna be a year. Yeah. It's it's like yeah. less than six months probably. And well uh for me, I'm one of those dudes where before I make a judgment on a show, um I finish the entirety of the season that comes out. I don't judge it off of each episode as it's released. I wait to form my opinion until the last episode has been seen. Even if like plots might be resolved in future seasons, I judge the seasons as they are released. Like for example, the new Monarch one with Godzilla. I haven't made up my mind on if it's good or bad yet simply because I haven't fully seen the rest of season come out to know if you starting up episode one will take you on a journey that's worth it. And I did that with Obi-Wan Kenobi because for me, it's like, I want to see Ewan McGregor come back as Obi-Wan Kenobi. So let me watch. And the whole time I was hearing people with each episode, as you said, they were bitching about constantly different things. And I'm just over here like, well, we don't know. We have to see the next episode. And when I reached finally to the end, I was like, all right, well, here were the problems with the show. This definitely wasn't a problem because it was addressed. And you guys would have known that if you just shut the hell up and let it. To me, I watch it as if like you're listening to somebody's argument. You have to let them finish the entirety of their argument to know what the hell they're saying. Exactly. And, and the other thing, and the other thing, too, about this is. The, the thing is, is the only problems that, that most of the time stem from these TV shows are the people who are watching them. Like, the only problem you're having with the show, like when somebody says, oh, the show is bad. Okay, well, why is it bad? Well, it's poor writing. Well, tell me, is the show finished? No. Okay, so how do you know what's going to happen? You know that this character is going to do this thing. Well, the Lord of the Rings movies have already been out, and we know this thing has to eventually happen. Okay, so it's going to eventually happen. You just said that. It's going to eventually happen. They're not rewriting the whole show. Who knows? Maybe they're just taking a different direction towards it, right? That's that's kind of what they did with Star Wars. Now, I am kind of an asshole when it comes to the Obi-Wan show, mainly because I still refuse to believe that Obi-Wan and Anakin slash Darth Vader actually fought in between their time on Mustafar to their final battle on the Death Star. See... No matter what you say, and sure, you can rewrite it and whatever. I, I've come to accept that, yeah, it was a dope-ass fight. It was cool. I'm glad to see it happen. But at the same time, I know, I know that even in canon, like, Darth Vader never, 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 never even sees Obi-Wan or gets close to Obi-Wan in between that 20-year period, let alone fights him. And so that was one of the only plot holes that I had that I thought was really weird. And it's like. The last time I met you, I was but a learner. Now I am the master. Now here's the thing. In that 10-year period, so in the, well, yeah, about 10 years, so the show takes place in between episodes three and episodes four, right? It, Anakin is, is, is far mastered with the Force as he can be by, by, by the time uh, like that 10-year period comes. So there's no way he's a learner anymore. He is not learning. 
He is done. So now what you have happen is do you go off of the original George Lucas idea or do you kind of just accept that maybe that's not what he meant? And maybe the sh- it was r- it was written in the 70s, so, you know, who cares? And I'm kind of coming on the second one, like, okay, it was written so long ago, you know, who cares? Um, it was cool to see it happen. But at the same time, I know in my brain, I know that, like, that didn't happen. That's the only problem I have with Obi-Wan. I don't have any other problems with Obi-Wan, really. The only thing is about Obi-Wan, other than that fight, is I didn't like at first that he was kind of like the, uh, like, I'm done with the Force. But at the same time, I kind of know that's kind of how Obi-Wan's character has always been, so... I kind of forgave it. Um, but no, I am curious about that. How is Monarch going, by the way? Like, personally, like, are you enjoying it? Oh, I'm, I am enjoying it. I am enjoying it so far. I just, I'm, I'm not understanding where it's trying to lead me is the problem. Like, normally, and that's not a bad thing. It's just normally when these shows start off, I'm kind of like, ooh, what's going to happen next? Ooh, are we going to do this and that? Here, it's kind of like, I honestly don't know what's going on in terms of where they want to lead me, but I'm just following the journey that they are also on. So it kind of makes sense not to know that. Um, Because like, okay, there was this cool TV show called from where the first season of it was to me an amazing season, but I didn't know like what was going on because the world that they were presenting was such a mystery to where like, I wanted to keep watching here. It's more of a, I just don't know where we're going. I don't know what the end goal of any of this is, but I'm still going along with it because they seem to be showing me things that I wished I had gotten in uh, King of the Monsters in 2017's movie release. It was showing the gap between the first Godzilla and the second Godzilla movie that I wished they would elaborate on more when that movie had came out. Uh, so it's kind of like I'm just kind of getting the fill that I wanted before. And see, I agree with that. I, I'm so excited that kaiju are becoming really popular. Like, these massive monster verse is becoming popular. Mm-hmm. Because I, to much of the, um, much of the discretion, I actually liked Godzilla 2014. I thought, Same. out of all the movies, the one thing about Godzilla 2014 that was actually done right, not only was the VFX, it was, the VFX looked great, but... I felt like it was one of the only one of these kaiju movies recently that actually had like a decent human storyline to it. Yeah. And and like then going off of that, you know, Godzilla kind of falls the hell off. Like that 2017 movie uh with Millie Bobby Brown. That was crazy. Um like I couldn't stand Stranger that. Things with Godzilla. Get Stranger Things with Godzilla. Now, speaking of Stranger Things too, um because I want to talk about this Godzilla more um and and depth but uh, the final season of Stranger Things is officially underway and will be they will it's under production and they will actually start filming in early January, twenty twenty four, and the show will more than likely be out at the beginning of twenty twenty five or the end of twenty twenty four. Raven, did you like the last season of Stranger Things, or did you even watch Stranger Things? Were you one of the? Oh, I did. I watched oh, it. I um... I've watched all the Stranger Things, so I want to hear your opinion on what you thought. Um, I did and, and, and didn't like it. Uh, there, there were a lot of episodes I loved and then it was more of a, some of the plot lines annoyed the crap out of me. Just a small amount. I loved Vecna. Yes. I loved his character. I love that we came around to, to, uh, you know, uh, um, 
Eleven's origins and how where where did she come from in the very first season when we see her wandering around in that patient gown? I liked that whole thing with Vecna. Um, I just I I'm kind of getting tired. The theme that I got tired about was um, in the second season she does something to where uh, her powers become affected at the end of it. And then in season three, uh, when she learns to believe in herself and learns more, and then suddenly her powers get affected in it. And then number four is literally her without powers. And then once again, having to rediscover her powers and she comes in at the end, like a Superman and just solves everything. And then it's kind of like, I'm going to be honest, I was actually having fun in season four without her around the other characters Dude. because, yeah, because it felt like the characters were actually experiencing a threat with Vecna that she couldn't just instantly solve. The Russia side plot was fucking amazing. It was. I fucking That was amazing. It. With the fucking little the de- the the uh the demi uh, the the demi gorgon no the demi hounds or whatever the smaller ones oh yeah those yeah dude I was like oh this is fucking sick because like a lot of the Stranger Things universe is based off of like those really old like uh theory like conspiracy theory stuff like that and like you know all of that like uh testing and project testing it wasn't just America that it was doing it it was Russia a lot too like a lot of that stuff. So, like, to actually see that kind of explored, too, a little bit was fucking awesome. Same with the boys. I love that the boys in season three actually had, like, a Russia side plot to it. Like, the Russians, obviously, like, in the 80s, wanted something to combat the superheroes in America. Like, it's, like, the same with the nuclear arms race. So, like, when Mm -hmm. they get Soldier Boy and they start trying to turn him into this, like, super weapon to kill, like, all of America, like, it's fucking sick. Like, I love that. Like, I love that side plot. And that fucking side plot was so well done. Um... I, I just, I loved it. And then the ending, well, the learning who Vecna is was the craziest part of for me. Like, learning mm-hmm. what Vecna was. And I'm just like, wow. Like, this is fucking sick. It's, um, they, they, shout out to Eddie. Yes, dude. They they also put the Stranger Things cast into, into uh, Dead by Daylight way too early. Because, dude, they put the Demigorgon in uh, Dead by Daylight as the killer. You know, for the for the Stranger Things update, yeah. they should have dude. They should have waited and done Vecna. It would have been way more cool to do. Well, Demi Gorgon's fun to play as, but like Vecna would be like Vecna's way more powerful. Like he has way more abilities. Like the Demi Gorgon, all the Demi Gorgon really does is he just like has this like ability where he can just like sense people, and then when he senses them, he can just like insta TP on them. It's kind of busted, but um, like Vecna has like so many powers. It, it, it could have been cool. It could have been really cool. Um, but no, yeah, so they're filming the last season. Um, and I am curious how they're going to... Re- they're actually ending it. I can't believe that. They're actually fucking ending Stranger Things. Like, I never thought I'd actually hear them be like, yeah, this is the last season. We're done. I'd be like, what? I bet you there's going to be a whole lot of no, spinoffs. No, there's definitely going to be a spinoff. Like, 10 years from now, there's going to be a spinoff when they're, like, older. Like, early 2000s. Just you watch. Just you fucking watch. Shout out to the shout out to the pizza guy, bro. Oh yeah, that pizza guy was hilarious. Dude, he looks exactly like my friend Zeke. And every single time my friend Zeke. So I used to I used to always wear like this really like stuck up uh like uh polos and like pants and shit like that. And so my friend Zeke he used to always like post this thing on his Instagram story 
of this guy in like VR chat that kind of looked like me a little bit. And he'd be like, what type of girls do you like? He goes, I like all women. And he goes, do you like black girls? And the guy goes, I love black girls. I'd always post this picture when he posted me on his story with that shit. Cause he looks exactly like this guy. <laughs> with the long hair and everything. Uh. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk about Godzilla and then we're going to go nuts. Uh, we'll be back. Welcome back to the Beast Cast, baby. Thank you for staying tuned in this far. We have the best takes, best content. And we love our rabbit trails of conversation. We have our hosts, JJ and Raven Bones, bringing you another segment. I hope you enjoy. back to the joe cast where we left off we were joeing up we were we were yeasting um we want to talk about godzilla now i gotta talk about godzilla minus one because this has been making rounds first off this movie has over a thousand plus verified audience scores it's at a 98 percent 98 90 fucking eight and 97 from reviewers I, don't, I can't remember the last time I saw a movie that was this highly rated by everybody. What, what, like, what movie can you think of other than, like, like other than this? this is, no, I, can't, I, can't, I guess I can't think of anything either. Like, this is, like, insane. This is, like, every single person essentially liked this film. Like, almost every mm-hmm. single person gave this, like, damn near five star. It's crazy. Apparently the the I need to see this movie. I'm so pissed. I want to see this movie so badly. Like you have no idea how fucking badly I want to see this movie right now. And I can't. It's nowhere around here. Not in Little Rock, not in not in my local theater, not in Memphis. Like where do I go? I can't go anywhere to see this movie, bro. I'm so ticked. I'm like Yeah, that's kind of it's kind of It's the crappy. problem with this shit. Oh, it's a big problem with these uh, movies that are not American made, like not filmed in the U.S. and produced in the U.S., is a lot of the the local theaters never get them, dude. And it's so sad because this is probably, Raven, right now, this is on track to quite literally be like an Oscar. Like this could be an Oscar nominee. I hope that it is because so far those trailers are well, apparently the, the the human subplot is amazing in this too. First off, mm-hmm. like it's amazing, and then uh, have, I mean, just looking at like the pictures of Godzilla minus one, like looking at the at the still caps, it looks fantastic on a, such a minuscule budget. Like it looks so good. Mm-hmm. 
the oh, first five the seconds of yeah, the first five seconds of the review sums it up. Yeah, that should be the whole review. Done. Okay. It, I just it looks good. Where did he see it? How did that guy see it? Um, he lives in Seattle, so I'm sure there's a really big popular oh, theater. Oh, I hate Seattle. I love Seattle. And I hate it. I was supposed to go to Seattle this Christmas, but I didn't go. Oh man. No, Seattle always ticks me off, dude. Because, okay, Seattle's really weird, right? Because it never gets, like, cold enough in Seattle to, like, um, like that I want to wear a jacket. But it never gets hot enough that I don't want, like, a sweatshirt on. Like, But it's not, like, good sweatshirt weather either. Because you put a sweatshirt on, and after, like, an hour, you're hot. And you take it off, and you're like, ugh, I'm kind of cold. Like, like, damn it. Like, just, I want a good temp. Dude, if you come up here for Christmas, it's in the East Bethel Theater. Where's that at? East Bethel? I, I don't even know where East Bethel is. <laughs> Yo, Coon Lake? That's a crazy name for fucking... That's a crazy name. Buddy, that is so far away from where I live. You know, you know where I live, right? No. Right there. That's where I technically live. Yeah. Okay, there's gotta be... I mean, okay, like, I'm sure there's probably one in Mem Memphis now. But, what about Andover? Dude, I can... Dude, I cannot fucking spell right now. Jesus. Minus one showtimes. Andover? Do you live close to Andover? I don't think so. This is my... This is current location. Nothing. See, but is it is it actually at? I don't know if there's an AMC theater in Little Rock. That's the problem. AMC theaters are like Minneapolis. Um, are you near North Little Rock? Yes, North Little Rock is very close. It says it's there. Really? What's the theater called? Oh wait, you don't have. Don't, don't probably see it. Okay, I'll copy-paste. Oh, I see it. I see it. Oh, I was right by here. I've been here. This is very yeah. close to the podcasting studio. Here, the pod. Looks like you well, yeah. here's the thing. That's also an hour and a half away. So, um, okay, so you so you see there, there's there, right? And you go up the street, and... The podcasting studio is like right here, like right here. Oh. Um. The 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 cool fancy podcasting studio is like right over there. North Little Rock is kind of crazy. I fuck with North Little Rock a little bit. Golden Corral, dude. I hit the theater, Raven. Think about it. I maybe this is what I'll do for break. Maybe 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 what I'll do is this right to celebrate me okay. finishing the semester. I go see Godzilla minus one, and then I go to Golden Corral with all the old people. Nice. It looks like it's a good Golden Corral where there's not like um, mold growing in the the chocolate fountain. <laughs> oh, it's kind of small though. Dang. It looks cooler here. That is not the same restaurant. There's no fucking way. 
Dude, don't ever get an omelet from this place. I swear to God. It's not worth it. It does look good, though. Like, the actual pictures do look good. Dude, there used to be a buffet. Yeah, this... Yeah, dude. Fucking liars. This is what it looks like. There used to be a buffet in St. Cloud Raven. Um, mm -hmm. it, it was crazy, dude. It was so... Oh, it looks like there was an AMC theater here in, in Little Rock, too. I wonder if it's there. It is there. At the AMC one, too? Yeah, is it, if it, is it the... No, well, it's not I the same one. It's not the same one. It's not the same one. That one? By that name? Oh, wait. Yeah, I think so. I think this is the same one. It says it. It says it's there. Yeah! Dude! Should I go tonight at 10.30? Yes. Bro, I ain't... There is no fucking way, bro. I can't do it tonight. I can definitely do it soon, though. 25% off? Yeah. That's past. Japanese spoken with English subtitles. See, that's fucking sick that they actually have it um, with subtitles, though. Mm -hmm. I'd hope that's, they would. That's I, how it should I, be. I, yeah, it, it'd be kind of hard to fucking be like, I don't know what's going on, but this looks cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want a Japanese dude on the screen to be screaming, and then the voice says, oh, no. <laughs> they did that with Squid Game all the time, dude. Squid Game was so bad about that. Squid Game would be like, stop, stop. And the guy would be blood curdling, like, ah! like really loud. And all of a sudden, it would just be like, no, no. That's why I watched Squid Game in the original career. I did too. I did too. I, I will say this the guy who plays the main character in Squid Game, though, they actually did good for the English dub. He knew, he knew the assignment. Like, he knew what the yeah. assignment was. Everybody else can fuck off. Like everybody else sounds like crap. Um, but the the guy who plays the guy with the long black hair who then does red hair at the end, the voice mm -hmm. actor for him was actually good. Like every, it was synced up perfectly too. And they knew that. They were like, "Oh, he's the main guy. We got to at least try, you know." But everybody else, bro, it was bad, bro. I turned that shit off. And then I remember I used to watch a streamer named Liam a lot. And I remember he watched it and he was like, dude, the audio is horrible. Like, that, this has got to be the worst audio I've ever heard. And, and he was shitting on the audio of the show. And he's like, dude, Squid Games is probably, like, one of the worst shows I've ever heard. Like, it sounds so bad. And the chat finally asked him, dude, are you watching it in sub or in dub? And he goes, dude, why would I watch it in sub? You think I want to read subtitles the entire time? And I'm like, fucking Christ, dude. No wonder why it sounds like crap. Like, that. like, no wonder why it sounds like crap, bro. Oh, oh, my God. I remember the chat was flaming him. He goes, dude, I'm not going to watch a fucking show in sub. And it's like, why? Why not? It's like the same people. Like, the same people. They're like, oh, I'm such an anime fan. Oh, I love anime. Like, uh, Smoke isn't one of them. But, like, uh, like this. Where they'll be like, oh, I'm such an anime fan. Oh, I don't want to watch the show in sub, though. I don't like reading subtitles. What the fuck do you mean? And what the hell do you mean? How can you be the biggest fan of, of a genre? But you don't want to watch it in its original format. Like, I hate that shit, dude. Oh. Yeah. Like, if you don't want to read subtitles, learn the language then. I don't know. Just don't claim you're the biggest fan if you don't want to watch it in its original form. Problem solved. But, dude, it's fucking, it's popping. 
Um, also, so this was the news. I didn't even get to the news. I was just talking about the fucking movie. The news is director Takashi Yamazaki wants to make a sequel. And this is what he said. This is all when they asked him, what do you think of the movie? He goes, it's good. I think I'm glad people are liking it. And they go, so what's next? He goes, well, I wonder if they'll just let me make another one. <laughs> so, yes, now there's rumors that apparently they're going to give him the green light to make a, a sequel to Godzilla minus one. Godzilla minus two? Godzilla minus two? Yo. Yo, dude. Well, imagine if this actually creates a better Godzilla universe than what Legendary Pictures is doing. I swear to God. They bring King Kong into the next one, and he's actually, like, better done than, like, any of the King Kong. What I think I like about this one is that Godzilla is just a big dick in the movie. There is no anti-hero with this one. This guy, this Godzilla in Godzilla Minus One is, like, fuck humans, and he's doing everything he can to kill them. And I would be hilarious to be like, oh, okay, we we taught Godzilla lessons, so he's not killing, like, he's not outright hunting humans at the moment. But, like, another monster comes around, and you get kind of, like, the same Godzilla versus Kong thing, only Godzilla doesn't care about humans, so he's just, like, atomic bombing every village that he's facing this new monster in. Like, he just fucking doesn't care. And see, and here's... I, would, I like monster movies that just do that, where they don't give a fuck about the humans around. Like, Man of Steel. Yes. Now, here's the thing, too, that I've always found really interesting about Godzilla in particular, right? Godzilla is originally from Japan. And and this is kind of the consensus. You said like, oh, I love how they made Godzilla not give a fuck. In like Japanese Godzilla, like Japanese culture, Godzilla's always been like a villain. Like, I don't know why the American movies in America needed to glorify him as some hero in a way. And his original intent has always been, I am a douchebag. I am evil. I am a dick. It's only when other guys come in that I put my hatred aside for the people that made me and I'm going to kick them out of because it's like, it's my territory. It's my kingdom. Like, I want to fuck with these people. You don't get to fuck with them. I kick their ass. I come back to fucking with you. That's how Godzilla movies are in Japan. That's how the Godzilla anime was, too. We're like, well, not not all the time. There There is a few Japanese movies that have them partnered up with a boy human that he likes. But for the most part and see, like the Japanese anime of Godzilla. Like the that it's on Netflix. It's like an after Earth one. Um, where like Earth has been destroyed by like all the kaiju. Oh, I remember seeing that. Yeah. yeah. And like the whole plot of it is like all these other nasty vegetative like creatures have come back and Godzilla comes and starts destroying them and you're like, Yeah, why was everybody afraid of Godzilla? He's helping us. And then Godzilla turns out he's like, Oh no, 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 no. You're next. And then he fucking just rips butt. Wasn't there like a human like uh tribe in that movie that actually worshiped Godzilla and Godzilla spared them because yes. he, he because they respected him as the lord over the earth. Yes. Yes. I think that yes, that sounds familiar. Yes. It's it's like it's crazy like how like how J- Japan has portrayed it. And another thing too about Godzilla versus Kong too. I always thought it was really interesting. It's kind of the same aspect of Superman versus uh Goku, right? And I know that sounds really weird, like, oh, what the fuck? But it's it's more so not, it's not necessarily, and here's the thing, when people when people say, like, oh, Superman versus Goku, they're not just meaning, like, if you put him in a death battle, who would win? Because we know Superman would win. He's just really OP. But um, it's, it's more so a fact of culture. 
if you put Superman, which is the epitome of American culture, like Superman is America's strongest man, and you put that stereotype against Jap- Japan's strongest, you know, stereotypical character that everybody knows, which is Goku. And then it's like, who would win? It's kind of like an assimilation of cultures. And that's what Kong versus Godzilla really ultimately was, too. It's like Japan versus American Kaiju. Like, who is ultimately, like, the stronger one? Which, of course, it was Godzilla. Godzilla rails Kong. Kong is not... No matter how many weapons you give Kong, dude, Godzilla is stacked. His his kit is stacked. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just impossible. But it's more so the, the effect of what it does to the culture, too. And I think America has tried to assimilate, like, like that Godzilla is ours in a way, and that we know how to write Godzilla better than the Japanese do. And it's like, it's Japanese... It's like that, that's like their thing, dude. Also, by the Clearly way, they were proven wrong because this scored higher ratings than all their Godzilla movies. Exactly. And also, by the way, Godzilla is ultimately also based is ultimately the result of American of America, too, in the films. And the very early the very early idea of it was mm-hmm. the radiation would turn this lizard monster from the bombs into a fucking into this God killing creature. Godzilla literally means god of the monsters, doesn't it? God monster, right? Uh, yeah. I believe or so. Or god lizard, I think. It, uh, yeah, I believe the name. It's a you metaphor for up, the you... United States. Giant beast. Ah. Uh, uh, look up the Japanese word, Gojira. I don't even know how to spell that. It's, it's, yeah. Oh, I see it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's just a direct English translation. Gorgi- Gojira means gorilla. Uh, to make the Japanese name Gorgira, in English, the name is written as Godzilla. So you can see that at least in name, Godzilla is half gorilla, half whale. It's because of size. He he's obviously oh, okay. acts like a gorilla, and he's the size of a whale. <laughs> oh, okay. Gorilla, gorilla jail. Let's go. Is Gojira Godzilla's dad? Whoa, we're getting into the Godzilla Bros wiki. The eldest son. Of Godzilla is Gozira and Garel? <laughs> what the fuck? Who is Godzilla's wife? Mothra? Oh my gosh. I, I think, yeah, I we're, think getting, we're getting down a weird rabbit hole, bro. That is, uh, yeah. <laughs> is Godzilla real? I'd hope so. See that the one thing though that I do like about legendary pictures in the universe they did create with Godzilla, although it it misses the mark a lot, is the idea of in World War II when you set off all of these nuclear bombs, the idea of that radiation attracting ancient creatures who would have fed off of that type of radiation in the ionosphere way back then with some of the solar flares and sun events we had. It's kind of like an interesting thing. We discovered the power of the gods in atomic bomb. We threw them at the world to, for the sake of war. And then it was like 
putting out chum and water. We attracted all the ancient sharks. That's kind of dope. Speaking of this, let's move on. Hey, let's move on to something else that's with Japan and bombs. That's not World War II. Well, it actually is World War II. Oppenheimer will release next year in Japan, despite the controversy. Oppenheimer, the distribution company behind Oppenheimer and Nolan, have decided that the film's subject matter was very important and has too special of a meaning to, for the Japanese people to not see, and decided that it will release in theaters in February of 2024 for Japanese people to see. Now, I am curious what you think of this, mainly because do you think that this is kind of more so like an FU? Because it is kind of like glorifying a guy who killed millions of, of people from your country, right? But um, but at the same time, you're also it's also a very scientific and historical piece. So do you think that should be, you know, released and, and showed so people understand? Or do you think it's more so done in a bad light? Like it's kind of done in the wrong way. Uh, okay, I have a very awkward or base take on this. Um, Spit it. I don't, I, I guess it is a glorification of a guy who did kill hundreds of thousands of their people through an extreme weapon of mass destruction through his science. But I also feel like the Japanese people shouldn't be opposed to this and nor should anybody when it comes to any type of history, because seeing the Japanese people should be able to sit down and learn the other side and their perspective on why they did the actions that they did. And it kind of sucks in today's world that no matter which country you're in, you only read your country's history inside of things and you never once look into the ideology or the truth on the other side to see what led them to meet your actions with such hostility. I feel like it could be educational for them to at least try to get inside the mind of Oppenheimer and understand why it happened to them, even if they don't like him, disagree with him, or think he's evil. And to me, and here's here's where things also get dicey that I say too that I think needs to be kind of said too <clears throat> you got to understand uh, is this necessarily the right way to teach your kids about the history of your country not necessarily however it is a very historical biopic which means that if you watch this you will understand the story of the person who you're looking at you will understand the true history like the true actual thing that happened you will get a deeper understanding of it now, here's where the problem gets dicey, and this is where it gets dicey, um, is that Japan doesn't teach a lot of the end of World War II in Japanese schools at any level except for college. College level is the only place that the end of World War II is allowed to be, you know, taught in Japanese, in Japanese schools. The rest, it's technically, I don't know if it's banned or if it's taboo. But a lot of the people, they don't know really anything about the end of World War II. Other than that, they just thought Japan surrendered. We surrendered and, you know, we surrendered. Well, I think how it's kind of explained, and this is this is what I was listening to when I, I had a I had a friend who um is married to a Japanese woman, and he had her explain like um like what what the deal is. 
And the thing is, is more so they're taught in schools that Japan kind of just surrendered to the, not to the United States. They switched sides is what they're always taught. Is that Japan at the end of World War II switched to the Allied size, uh, side, or side um, it, because they realized that they were not fighting for the right cause. Now, that's not what happened. And we know that's not what happened. We know that Japan was gun-ho until we, you know, did drop those bombs. And then they were like, all right, we surrender. We're done. But they never once said, we're on the wrong side. We're sorry, guys. And it wasn't just as seamless as they make it out to be. In, in, in school there, they're taught that Japan, what they did during World War II was heinous. Um, it was not right, which is whatever, you know, so be it. Think what you want. Um, and then also that Japan realized that it was wrong and they switched sides, which is not what happened. So, so kind of seeing this idea of it, I feel like would piss people off because a lot of people are going to think at first that it's not true. A lot of people who go see this movie in Japan are going to see the movie and then be like, what the fuck? That's not how it happened. That's not how we were taught. And then they're going to get bitchy about it. And then they're going to realize that, oh, wait, that's actually how it happened. And then once they realize that's how it happened, they're going to get pissed off at their own country, which is not necessarily, I think, the goal of it. You shouldn't be pissed at your current country for not teaching a standard. I feel like it, what, what should have happened is... I feel like this, the movie should be available, not necessarily in theaters, like where it's headlining, you know, in Japanese theaters. I think it should be available for people to watch. I don't, I, I don't think there's any ban on anything that you can watch. In fact, you could probably watch Oppenheimer in Japan on Japanese servers right now on like one, two, three movies. But it's yeah. the matter of fact of you have to teach the culture correctly. And I think what's going to happen is they're not going to teach, they're not going to teach World War II any other way. And you're just going to put this in here and really just start the taint not taint but fuck with the minds of the people who are there and they're going to get really pissed off at their own country which is not ultimately the goal of this movie in fact they left if you notice they left pretty much the entire japanese mention out of the movie i don't know how many times japan's even mentioned in the movie how many times is it mentioned like two times and also you never see the bomb dropped on japan either nolan even said that's that's fucked up i don't i don't want to show people that like i don't want to reenact that he goes, yeah, we reenacted the bomb being dropped the first time, but, but I just think it's it's kind of weird. It's just a weird situation. So, the top comment is fucking crazy. It's so vile. <laughs> I'll send it to you right now, Raven. The top comment literally says, "I'll send it to Raven here." The top comment says, "What's Oppenheimer gonna release exactly?" Question mark. Question mark. <laughs> Oh my god. Because the original title of the post says Oppenheimer will release in Japan next year. And so the guy comes, what's Oppenheimer gonna release exactly? That is so fucked up. <laughs> that is so fucked up. <laughs> Come on, it was already released there a century ago? Okay, dude. That's crazy. That one's way more out of pocket than the first one. <laughs> the, dude, the comments are so vile. I can't. I can't. The last time Oppenheimer dropped something in Japan, it didn't go very well. <laughs> <laughs> dude. 
<laughs> Yo, they already went through a Godzilla attack. Come on, spare their asses. Is this supposed to be a thanks for letting Minus One become such a box office hit, America? Oh, yeah, you got you guys liked that World War II film. I'm sure you'll like this one. <laughs> Here you guys go. This is what America has to offer. Oh! oh, wow. Imagine if you watch them in chronological order. You watch Dude. Oppenheimer first and then Godzilla minus one, which <gasps> takes place after those bombings. Nolan? Nolan makes a Godzilla movie? Oh, God. Follow up to Oppenheimer? Somebody actually dead ass asked Nolan. Somebody asked. Nolan, deadass, if he was going to make an Oppenheimer 2, and, and he literally replied with, like, what are you talking about? What what, what do you want me to make? <laughs> like, what is there to make more about Oppenheimer? <laughs> Oppenheimer Oppenheimer creates a machine that can catch uh, Godzilla's atomic breath in, like, the form of, like, the cube from Captain America, and he and, and uses it for... Oh, another weapon of mass destruction beautiful nolan transformers movie i'm thinking of like the most cgi used movies like ones that would be so impossible to do with pro like visual effects like that's why i thought he was gonna do james bond like it makes so much sense it's such a good movie for him to do because you can do all this shit in james bond fully practical and they usually do and he's also a british director so a lot of the british people would shut the fuck up about <laughs> it's not a true british film son like Dude, I don't know why he's not doing it. Unless he's, dude, what if he's actually lying? What if he's actually doing it? What if he's actually doing a James Bond film, but he doesn't want people to know? That would be funny. Like the ultimate, like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, Raven, I, I saw this post. Thoughts on holiday horror movies like Black Christmas and Krampus. Are they awesome or are they terrible? Your thoughts? Oh, hold on. Can you reread that again? What? Thoughts on holiday horror movies like Black Christmas and Krampus. Oh, right. I love them. I loved Valentine's Day. I loved Black Christmas. I want to see the new Thanksgiving one that had came yes, out. Yes, I want to see that too. I've heard it's really good, actually. Black Christmas was a little fucked up. I'm not going to lie. What about uh, Krampus? Did you like Krampus? You were one of the people dude, I loved. Dude, Krampus, Krampus is my favorite film. Dude. Not the shitty low budget ripoffs that came out later after it, but Krampus 2016 was my favorite fucking film. I love that movie to death. With the guy from Parks and Rec, dude. Yes. Didn't Krampus, we watch that? Krampus. We watched that together, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We did watch it together. Uh, I even showed a clip last year on the Beast cast that has like over. I think a hundred thousand views on my YouTube channel of him going from the rooftops. Yes, yes. I it's my favorite. I'm getting comments on that video now because Christmas is coming around. That's how my uh, that's how my twelve days of Christmas thing used to go. So on on the twelfth of Christmas every single year, I would try to do twelve videos where I would record the video, edit the video, and upload the video the day of every single day. And every single year, it was a challenge if I could do 12 days. And I can't. I can't fucking do it. It is too much work. It is so, it burns you out. I, I, I want to test, I want everybody to test this. If, it, 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 if you want, wait, this will release on what, the 13th? Okay, so you can technically still do it. If you hear this, record a video tonight, 
edit it. Like, not something, like, really easy, like, hey, this is just the first day of Christmas, ha, ha, ha. No, like, actually do something that people would want to see, edit it, and upload it that night, and do it again the next day, and the next day, and the next day, until you get to Christmas. So I would always do mine until Christmas Eve, and then on Christmas Eve, I'd have, like, a big finale episode. I couldn't do it, dude. I tried the challenge so many hard, or so many times. It's so hard. I can't do it. It's just, like, the work I would have to put into it. I even thought the one year I had it planned out what I was going to do and then tried to do it. Man, it fucks with your, it fucks with your brain, especially when I was still in school too. And I'd have school the next, like the next morning and stuff like that. And I'd get up and I'd be like fucking groggy. Like I'd be up till 2 AM, like trying to get stuff ready. Oh man, that was bad. What? But Hey, from that, I, that actually kept my channel alive because I would actually upload a lot because of that. And I think if I remember correctly, one of my most viewed videos is from my 12 days of Christmas books. Yes. Sexiest man alive. It's a paladins video. And then my other most viewed video is also from that Christmas event too. Dude, this video for some reason just randomly like worked. It's just Bernie no. Sanders mining coal, mining obsidian for like 20 minutes. I think he finally finishes that at the end, doesn't he? <gasps> yeah. Oh, I'm going to copyright it. Whoops. Sorry, I, I forgot. C14 kind of be an asshole these days. No. Change the world. Dude, this is during the change the world. My final message. Goodbye. Holy fuck. Raven, look at this shit. What the fuck is this? Dude, the Beast Unleashed is popping off, dude. What the fuck? This, yeah, is just on YouTube. this is just on YouTube. Like, this doesn't even count our Spotify or anything numbers. Dude, what the fucking fuck? Bro. 40, 42 views in 19 hours is crazy. Oh, nobody liked it, Rip. Boobity boop. Up against. Rah. All right. All right. Thank you guys for listening to the Beastcast. Uh, thank you for watching. We appreciate you guys. As always, you guys are amazing. We love you. You guys are super sexy, awesome people. Um, if you guys are new here, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot this was even a feature. If you guys are new here, um, if you're new on Spotify, if you're new on Apple, um on any service that you're on right now, currently listening to the Beastcast, what you can do is you can actually save our show and you can rate our show. If you rate it five stars with a good review, I will suck your dick or whatever you have. Yo. Yo, A-O. Um, it's holiday cheer. Time to spread some holiday cheer. So the Beastcast is donating $10 million to the Starlight Foundation. Uh, <laughs> Dude. I remember, do you remember the Starlight Foundation from the boys where they pretended like, yeah, where yeah. they, where Homelander was like, they're using it to traffic children. <laughs> they're trafficking children through the Starlight Foundation. It's just like, how can you spin such a wholesome thing? Like the most wholesome thing that, that a superhero has done in the seven. Oh, they're trafficking children. Like, oh my God. But no, thank you guys for listening as always. Um, yeah. And if you're on YouTube, subscribe, hit the bell, leave a comment like the video do what you got to do and if you're on spotify and all that if you download it you know for for later save it you know for let's say you're about to go on an airplane and you download our beast cast we see that we know that 
And we thank you for that. It, it helps our numbers a lot. And it also shows not only Kilt, but it also shows uh, people who are thinking about sponsoring or thinking about supporting our show, um, whether or not the show is worth supporting. So if you guys want the BeastCast to um, start being even more beastie, uh, make sure to do all that dinglinga stuff, you know, do all that cool stuff. Uh, Raven, anything else before we uh, send off to our very, very, very long, dark period of time without the beast cast and the beast unleashed have a very merry christmas yo have a very merry christmas have a very merry christmas or whatever holiday you celebrate and just it doesn't matter what holiday you celebrate have a merry christmas enjoy the holidays just enjoy being with the family enjoy eating food with the family just be glad that they're alive you know and another thing too this is the only thing the final thing i have to say if you have family members that are that are alive and well you know just text them or call them and just let them know that you're thinking about them and you're so glad to have them in your life thank you guys for listening to the beast cast we love you guys uh peace out guys Bye.